welcome to the Understanding Projects podcast. My discussion today is with Dale Van Leeuwen. During Dale's career of over 25 years, she has successfully led global teams across IT and shared services in roles from operations and project execution to enterprise service management, strategic transformation, procurement, and contracts management as both a customer and a provider of consulting services. In our discussion, we talked about how Dale started her career as a project manager and how this progressed to more senior roles. We then discussed her move from a project and program manager role to a strategic role as the chief operations officer at her organization. Here is Dale Van Leeuwen. Like when we were talking beforehand, our conversation today was was based upon where PMs uh, go as they mature in their role. Like what happens on the second half or or at at, at a certain point in their their career. Um, I guess my first question though, before we get to that, um, you know, what was what tell what was your origin story? How did you get into project management in the first place? And then maybe getting to that point where you're maturing in your career. For sure. And my origin story is, I would probably say, similar to a lot of people. I've been in project and program management for over 25 years now. So I was starting pre-2000. And mm-hmm. uh, and I had spent the early part of my career, my undergraduate degree is actually in environment and resource studies and geography. So I was involved in water and wastewater engineering and environmental enforcement. Um, but like many uh, first jobs out of college or university, <clears throat> pardon me, I, uh, I found that there just wasn't the career path that I thought there might be for me. Um, primarily because I didn't have an engineering degree at the time. And in the, in the mid nineties, I'll I'll date myself (laughs) in the mid nineties. Yeah. IT was really starting to become something important. And, uh, and I started looking at the work that I was doing and setting up scheduling, making sure that various tasks were getting done and starting to work with groups of people. And I thought, hmm, I wonder if there's a home for me in in information technology. And uh, I was fortunate that a small local consulting company had posted for an IT project manager. And I could take the, I I would say almost the complementary or peripheral uh, work that I was doing, uh, and and I was able to apply it, and they gave me a chance. Uh, so I came in very much at an entry level, and uh, I was fortunate to be mentored by some fabulous, experienced project managers at the time, and and it's been just a tremendous ride since then. Right. So it was so. Um couple of things there so it was sort of a conscious choice like there there's always the the discussion of the accidental project manager of the person who just sort of evolves to it but in but in your case is, is you're saying you know you were kind of looking in your current career and your 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 sort of 
where you came right out of, of, of post-secondary and said, I don't know where I'm going to go there. So it was sort of a conscious choice to move into IT project management. Yes. And, and it was interesting because I didn't really know what project management was at the time. I, but I looked at this job description and I thought, Hey, I know how to schedule things. Hey, I know how to do, um, you know, I know how to hold meetings and, yeah, and talk to people and organized and, and, and organize and, and do those things. So I'm going to apply. Right. And interesting, you moved into the um, IT field without a technical background. Absolutely. That's, that's what I'm hearing is that you did not take a, a, a computer science degree um, no. and, and, and moved in. How did you find that? Is that... You know, um, because I, I think a lot of people may be intimidated to do that and feel that they're going to go and not be able to understand the language or, you know, technical jargon will be going over your head. How did you navigate those first couple of years? So, and that's a really interesting question because it wasn't always easy. Uh, and so when I say that that first small consulting company gave me a chance, that was exactly what they did. Uh, they consciously uh, brought me on knowing that I did not have a technical background, but the person, John, who hired me uh, believed that project management really transcended specific subject matter and that it was a profession unto itself. And so I think I was very much an experiment for them uh, at the time. And uh, so I did go and take courses. I'm, I'm a tremendous advocate of learning and I love to learn. I'm, I'm still learning and taking courses now. Uh, but uh, I, I learned enough so that um, I would understand when team members were maybe not being um, completely truthful with me because that was one of the things that I really had to watch out for is people who were super technical, if I was asking them how long something was going to take or or what was um, uh, what was required to get the job done, um, some of them uh, were tempted to take advantage of the fact that I didn't understand that it would only take a few lines of code or would only take 30 minutes to to install components in a particular device and they'd tell me it would take hours and hours. Right. And, yeah. So, so, you know, as I, as I moved through, I, I learned and, uh, and uh, did additional, I would say reading, I didn't uh, focus a lot on certifications. Uh, but uh, I really focused on honing my craft. Right. And, and that I is, that that is one of the great, you know, sort of debates is, is, how much of the subject matter does a PM need to be expert in? You know, right. there there are people on both ends of the spectrum and 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 all through the all through it. Um, but it's 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 really and I I think um, you know what your I, I think a key skill is is to realize as a project as when you take on this role, you're not you, even if you start as an expert over time, you'll start to lose it. And you need to rely on those other things that you had to rely on really strongly, which was your communication, asking questions and learning, like, and, and soaking up knowledge. 
Exactly. And, and I think from my perspective, and even in retrospect now, I believe that it's often better for a project manager not to understand because then you do ask questions. Uh, whereas someone who's a subject matter expert might not ask all the questions that are necessary because they've got that background um, knowledge and understanding. And so a lot of things go unsaid and right. and unquestioned yes. when you're a subject matter expert. Uh, and I also, uh, I remember in one situation, I was having a, a discussion with one of my senior technical resources on a project and uh, and they made a very disrespectful comment to me about the fact that what I was doing as a project manager wasn't valuable because I didn't understand his world. Uh, and my response, uh, which holds today, is that I have a set of responsibilities and skills. And if I could do your job, and if I knew what you knew, I wouldn't need you on my project team. Nice. I could just go ahead and do it myself. Interesting. And and I was just, as you were talking about that, I was thinking about um, to work in that way, to be in this role where the, you know, in this case, the technical uh, project members know more about a certain technical topic. You need confidence. You 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 mm -hmm. can't go into that in a sort of apologetic. I'm sorry for not knowing. It's you you have to and need to project confidence and say, um, okay, I'm going to ask some questions here, and I need you to communicate to me in layperson's mm -hmm. terms. Like I, if you start going down the jargon route, we're going to stop. And but that really requires confidence and wherewithal to do that. Well, and. And I would say not even so much confidence, but the understanding mm -hmm. that it takes it takes multiple team uh, multiple team members to be able to successfully deliver a project. It's it's really a a question of the difference between having a team and having a group of single contributors. Um, I'm a firm believer that you're always going to be more successful when you work together as a team and you complement each other and you understand and respect what other people are bringing to the equation. Right. No, very much agreed. Okay. So let's fast forward uh, a few years and, and, uh, and, and just as before we, we, we leave that just a, a note that I was almost the the other side of the equation of your experience of in or around the, the same time period maybe a little bit earlier, I was more of a technical resource. Uh, you know, I was that technical person who evolved into a project manager. Um, right. But quickly realized that, you know, after a few years, my my technology knowledge was dating and that it was, was you know, becoming uh, outdated. We were moving into, you know, different technologies and I needed to to move in and, and gain those skills and take the approaches that that you uh, needed to do right away. So so it awaits us all if we move into a PM role. But exactly. uh, but let's fast forward. Let's say you sort of mid 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 career. Let's say or you know uh, maybe at, at the at the one third point or so on. Uh, 
what were you doing there? Like moving into like project manager roles, program management, like was that was that sort of your experience at that point? So I I've had, I'll call it a really eclectic career. And and I've had a lot of diverse opportunities. Um and I think that a lot of where I have evolved to, which which we'll get to over time, is a result of saying yes to a lot of different things. I uh, my I uh, my experience midway through my career was actually in the technical IT realm. I took on uh, a role as a, an operations director for a large insurance company. And so my uh, my supervisor and mentor recognized uh, the transferable skills from project management, recognized the fact that my ability to collaborate, communicate, get people on board towards a strategic vision was going to be really useful in this large geographically distributed team. And, uh, and so I was given the opportunity to lead um, a large operations division that looked after endpoint uh, computing for the entire organization. Uh, and that was probably one of the most uh, pivotal and important experiences at that stage in my career because I was able to uh, start taking some of those skills and some of those capabilities that I had learned through through projects and applying them to different parts of a business. Right. Yeah. And right. yeah. Yeah. No, I, 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 interestingly, we, um, uh, when, when I talk to, to, uh, students, the new sort of, um, about to be graduates of like, how do you, how do you get into project management? And, and, and I often just say, you know, you, there are various times when you just need to put your hand up and, mm -hmm. and, and say yes. And, and so, and that, that happens through, like you said, at, at various points in your, your career, you're, you're open to, open to opportunities that that may present themselves and we actually we had a little conversation before you know just as we were getting ready for today's uh uh discussion and we we just talked about that of of in your career you 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 often um it, it sort of meanders almost in in ways that you can't predict you know and and, and they really it, it is a result of when something comes in front of you, if you're open to it to say, yeah, I'll, I'll try that, you mm -hmm. know, I give, and that increases your, your set of skills, which is, yes. you know, what makes you this package of various skills and experiences, which increases your value. So uh, interesting mm -hmm. that you, you had those, those timeframes in your career when you did that and, and that it benefited you. Absolutely. And, uh, and in fact, hot on the heels of that operations role, uh, I was asked to move into uh, a program director role uh, because we had a very significant uh, corporate event in that we outsourced uh, virtually all of the IT operations stack at this particular company. And knowing that I had both the project 
and program management skills, as well as the knowledge of the operations, made me a perfect fit. And so it was, um, again, a, a happy outcome of saying yes to something completely different. Yeah, that's that's the interesting part, and I and I I, I can relate to a to a time in my career where I was on a, you know project management sort of track within within the technical area and then an opportunity came to to manage a department in our in our line of business in the organization mm -hmm. I was I was in and it, and again it was one where I took the opportunity um, and gained all kinds of experience that I still look back on today you know of managing a department of having budgets of um, personnel and and conflict issues that were occurring mm -hmm. that I would not have been exposed to had I stayed in my kind of comfort zone of my 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 original you know um sort of IT project manager role that I that I was in um so it's it's uh it's that willingness to to try different things that then leads to you know a role that you can't predict in the future but you are exactly you know, through your actions, enabling sometime in the future. So, yeah, that is exactly right. And, and I find I, I have a number of project and program managers who are close friends. And, uh, and I, I find that our journeys are all very similar in that way. And, uh, and you mentioned the whole idea of conflict resolution, managing budgets, that sort of, um, those sorts of skills. And I would say that as our profession has evolved and, and as um, both of our careers have evolved, uh, those types of skills have become ever more important. Uh, I'm finding that whereas you were very much out of control, like you were given a budget, but you weren't asked to manage it. You just had this kind of stop line or this finish line and and if you were going to go over that then there was going to be a lot of wailing and gnashing of teeth and, <laughs> and but you didn't really have any accountability or responsibility or authority over that budget and how it was going to be spent and I think that that's really evolving and many companies are starting to look for what I will call business savvy project right. managers who can manage finances and who can um, juggle uh, the resourcing and juggle the schedule and, and be able to uh, be adaptive in their approach to spending that envelope of money to, um, to produce value for the organization. Right, very agreed, very agreed. So. Um, okay, so let's now move here and really to the theme of our, uh, you know, one of the things that we want to definitely talk about is, okay, where do PMs go as, as they, you know, maybe they've, they've reached that point where they're, they're a senior project manager, program manager, perhaps, um, and where do they, where, where do they, or can they go from there? Like perhaps moving into more of a strategic senior role or something like that like what's what's that sort of progression or how do you see that working yeah and and i think that there's again there's a multitude of paths again it goes back to that whole idea of 
what's interesting and meaningful to you and what do you want to try next? Uh, but if, if we were to really divide it up into two big uh, categories or buckets, I would say that there's uh, an, I, a project and a strategic program um, path where you're interacting far more with uh, lines of business. And that's where I think you uh, people will almost get into that product management role. So, okay, I'm, I'm working for an insurance company and we have this new um, online product, uh, a quote by product. And a project manager or a, project, a program manager has built those skills so that they can say, hmm, this is where I think this can go. And you can get a group of people behind you and start moving towards the development of something that new and in guiding that process on behalf of your company and positively impacting the bottom line, which is a tremendous uh, role to be in, being able to uh, to bring both revenue and value to your business in that um, still more technical and project program type of way. Uh, the other path, uh, which is the one that that I have followed is more down the strategic business operations uh, path. So where is our company going? Uh, where do we see the opportunities? And how do we put everything into place in terms of process frameworks, procedures, teams, and organization to be able to get to those desired business outcomes that right. we've agreed on? And so those are really the two um, right. big paths that I've seen. I'm not sure what your your experience is. Yeah, no, similar to that. And, and uh, um, I just want to, the second path, I just wanted to ask a few questions about that. So you are, in effect, moving more out of directly managing programs, more into the strategy. Would that be accompanied by, a, like, would you, typically become a you know um uh you know a, a, a different you know would, would your title still include project or program manager or are you moving into more of a you know a director executive level type of position i uh, so i have moved more into that director and executive role so in the past number of years i've become a management consultant uh, i've been a practice capability leader uh, and and i've um, recently taken on a chief operations officer role for for a small consulting company right how does that like how did you find or how would you find um you know, certainly those are roles that are there. There are comp, there is competition within organizations. Those are sought after roles. They're mm -hmm. senior, sure. you know, well paid, and so on. So, so there is competition for those sort of roles. And and you know, there would be managers in the operations who came up through the operations sort of uh, arm or whatever of the organization. And then there's the project program uh, management folks. Um, how did you like what is the advantage of the 
the the PM program manager, like what's the sell? Like in terms of the job interview, what would you be able to sell to the the hiring manager to say, hey, I should have like I, I'm the person for that job, that strategic role? Yeah, so it's a, two primary things for me. One, I have a demonstrated history, and we have a demonstrated history of being able to execute that that making that leap from strategy to execution. So uh, because that's where a lot of straight operations people uh, don't have that experience of building and implementing new things, new processes, uh, engaging in change management, and being able to uh, guide a, a company to change the way things are being done. People who've come up the operations path are often very focused on business as usual and keeping things status quo. And what's needed uh, in, in today's business world, especially with, with everything accelerating, is the ability to not only see that strategic goal, but to understand what changes have to happen in your organization to switch from that status quo business as usual and get you into that new space that you want to be. Right. No, and I, I agree with you. And, and just anecdotally, I, I recall from my, uh, you know, corporate days that oftentimes I would have, you know, questions or, or comments from, from my my operational colleagues, you mm -hmm. know, who again do terrific work and and you know their 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 function is absolutely critical, but would sort of say in in sort of certain terms saying, gee, I I really should I really would love to to understand how better to manage a project. And you know, they they were sort of viewing this as as a, a different sort of thing that that they needed, and in some ways they were right. They were they were correct in their assessment that that there is you know a a skill set, a mindset, and a you know a, a series of things that if you if you've managed a, a complex projects, you understand you know in in a certain way that that um, you know you wouldn't necessarily you wouldn't necessarily understand if you hadn't done it so but i always that always struck me as they were kind of even you know and i would look at it and say well you know we do a lot of the same things like we <laughs> you know we you have to plan we have to plan you know you have yeah. to resource we have to resource you know so yeah. I, I was kind of looking at it saying geez you know like we're but but there really it I mean, you know it might have been that I was I was in some ways underestimating it was just something that was natural you know when you're when you're yes. doing you just feel like it's like you know it's it's like um, you know great uh, uh, sports players who who can't really explain why they're able to kick a soccer ball or handle a hockey puck the way they do because they just do you know so that's right so uh, it's but it's a it's a definite skill set and that that really is the that really is the you know the sell or the value add bringing to the strategic role that um that you know if you if you were looking to do that that's that's the kind of thing you would you you would bring out um how do you do i guess the question is when you're in this role do you enjoy it do you do you or do you look back at your old uh, pm days and say yeah, long for the simplicity of the past you know is how do, how do you feel about that <laughs> 
So I would say it depends on the day. Uh, there, there is not a, a single day where I loved leading projects every single day. There's not a situation where every single day I love being in an operational and, and strategic role. I, I think that there's, uh, there's always a drive within me to to combine them, if you will, because I like to take um, the best of what I have available and what I enjoy most, you know, I, because that project and program management piece, I love that, um, that celebration time. Yes, we did it. Whereas in operations, it's a much longer time frame before you can look back and say, yes, we got here. It's a two, a three, a five-year strategic plan to transform a business. And so um, taking, a, taking a page out of that project book, um, it's important to be able to celebrate the, the smaller milestones, right? So yes. along the way. Yeah, no, I know exactly what you mean. And I was just you know, it's funny, as you were saying the word milestone, that was, you know, that was the the word that was coming up in my mind too, of that, that, yeah, if you, one of the things that I know attracted me to, to uh, uh, projects in, in general was exactly that, the start and finish, the celebrate, you know, the achievement of a definable goal. And, and it's very, it's very pragmatic in that part that you can say, okay, this is what we're defining to do in our project charter. And then, you know, six months later or whatever the time frame is, this is what we did. It's it's like a you know it's, it's like again to use the sports analogy. It's it's the game. It's right. you know, it's there's a scoreboard, you know, and you 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 yes. quote, quote win or you don't. You know, you achieve it or you don't. And so it's very it's it's very um, you know uh, obvious in that regard versus the continuous process of of operations it's a little yes. harder to see, you know, it's a little, it's a little more, you know, every day things are happening and yes, we're making improvements, but it's sometimes there's just so much fog going on. You, you, mm -hmm. you be harder to, to realize it. And, and that's where you're, I, I guess, you know, to paraphrase, that's where you, you have to consciously do it. You know, you have to yes. find ways to celebrate and to mark occasions and so on. Exactly. And, and I think that that's, again, one of those great combination um, activities. So, so in my role today, I make sure that I set milestones because otherwise people get, they get tired, they lose their enthusiasm and their motivation to keep working towards the, the goals that we're, that we're trying to achieve together. And right. So it's important to, to recognize and that's a really great, um, a great lesson from project and program management is being able to pump up your team and keep them engaged because right. they're just as important, if not more so than your stakeholders sometimes is keeping them engaged and enthusiastic. Yeah, I, 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 I agree. I, I've often during large projects, um, there is this part in the middle where where project teams can get down. I I, I, I would would refer to it as the valley of despair. Yes, <laughs> the team could you know they they the, they the finish line was too far away. 
there were too many problems coming in. We were in the middle of development or execution and, and the, the, the problems were outnumbering the, the successes. And there, there was this morale issue that, you know, the, the leader or the project manager, or the program manager leader needs to address. And yeah, bringing those, you know, bringing those learnings over, I, I think is, is, is key. Um, I mean, I think it's human nature sometimes that if we um, have 10 things going on and eight of them are going well and two of them are not going well, there, there's a human nature to focus on the two and to say, exactly, nothing's going right here. And, and, and at that milestone to say, yep. well, we've done these eight. You know, <laughs> yes, we have two challenges, but we, you know, we did the eight, you know, and, exactly. and that's, that's a key learning as well. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And, and the same with, with the business. And what I find in an operations and strategic role is that there are so many things outside of your control and even outside of your business's control. So the economy, um, customer uh, budgets, timelines, you know, those are, and so that takes the project experience and multiplies it exponentially so that that level of uncertainty and so it is really important to continue focusing on what you can control right right so where to from here like so you're is is there you know do you see this as the the you know the the final act of the career play like if we is this the final act or do you think there's a is is there is there uh, a return to 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 projects or or just something else well and there's uh, there are a lot of um a lot of paths that i could take at this uh, you know i i i know that i am committed to this particular role uh for at least the next 3 years and uh, because that's our time frame uh for for reaching our business goals i uh, however um i'm i'm not going to be ready to uh to pack it all in and retire at that point uh and some i i guess some interesting opportunities present themselves because with that combination of project program strategy execution and operations it provides a path to perhaps entering into board of director responsibilities for companies to help guide and help them prioritize and make decisions about their path and direction. Uh, And and that's something that I would be really interested in because in addition to all of these project and operations roles for other companies, uh, I've been an entrepreneur as well. So I've I've started uh, several companies. Right, right. And uh, so yeah, that's so interesting that the process is, is almost like repeating itself is that, yeah. you know, exactly what you talked about earlier in your, in, in your career and in, and in anyone's career uh, repeats itself as you go, which is, you know, well, what I'm doing now is 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 developing further capabilities and, you know, there may be opportunities that come, as you say, you know, the board of directors or other other types of things that that may become viable but let's see we'll we'll see you know having fun what I'm doing now and we'll see what happens in a in a few years 
Exactly. And and there is that pull, as we discussed earlier, uh, there is a pull that once I've I've accomplished and, and worked with my team um, so that we can all accomplish these goals uh, that uh, that we've set for ourselves as an organization, that it would maybe be really nice to just go back to the simplicity of managing projects and doing yeah. some part-time uh doing some part-time work there yeah uh, no it's the that that's that's the that's the the positive way of looking at it mm -hmm. um if it, for someone listening or watching this is it a necessary progression that we're talking about or is it you know okay to say you know what i'm going to be a project man and i'm good doing that i don't you i don't want to go into that strategic boardroom i don't know what happens in there but i don't want to go in that door is that do you oh see my gosh yes absolutely uh and and it's all about really designing uh, a career that's meaningful for you and that you enjoy uh because yeah there's there's not a lot of people who enjoy some of the strange things that I do. IT asset management, who cares how many desktops we have? Who cares how current our software is, is what a lot of people say. Mm -hmm. um, and there, there is, um, there are a number of people that, uh, that I count as friends and former colleagues who have been very satisfied and very fulfilled as a project and program manager throughout their career. Um, and, and there is a lot of, um, I would say there's a, a wealth or, or a, a breadth of opportunities for those people uh, to really move our, our profession into different areas. So I've, I've focused a lot of my development uh, into other areas than project management, but I know that these evolutionary uh, moves through PMI and other organizations uh, to start uh, leveraging project management in organizational transformation, to start looking at citizen developer, to start um, going down the path of disciplined agile. Um, those are all things that career PMs are doing. People like me are not contributing to that. And so it depends on what's going to be meaningful for you. But there's yeah. the opportunity to contribute to our profession, to yourself, and to the community and the business community at large in whatever path they choose. Yeah, no, I, I agree. And, and, I, and I agree that, you know, for some people, the the progression is is a natural growth and, and is very positive. Uh, for others, sometimes the role they're in is where they're happy and mm -hmm. you know going mm -hmm. to the next level because they should or maybe they're capable but don't like it is maybe but that's the that's the sort of thing if you if you experiment and try things out and you go you know what I, I don't like that strategy and uh you know maybe I'm better in there that's that's a good career awareness and in, in, in absolutely to, to look at yeah, a lot of self-awareness and and it's really interesting. I'm I'm gonna sound um probably like a, a bit of a grandmother here, but uh my mom always had a saying that we work to live, we don't live to work. And and if I'm to leave um our discussion with any perspective, it's that uh, our careers are part of our lives, but not our entire lives. So don't 
you know, understand that it's important to be fulfilled. It's important to, um, to be happy in what you do. And so whatever path you choose, make sure that, you know, there are some days and more than, more than not, that you're enjoying what you do. Right. Right. No, very agreed. Good, good advice from mom. And, and, and I've had the same feeling that, you know, I, I look at my career and, and I've said many times that if I get to the point where I'm not enjoying what I'm doing, that might be the time to, you know, I'm at the point yeah. in my career where that would be the time to hang, you know, to, to hang mm-hmm. things up and, 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 you know, move on. But, uh, but, uh, you know, as of now, I'm, I'm still very much enjoying what I'm doing. So, so things, things move forward. Exactly. So. Okay, well, well, thanks very much, uh, uh, Dale. It's been a great, uh, a great journey through through the career path of a of a of a project manager uh, into various roles and 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 your insights into your own career. So uh, I really appreciate talking to you today. Well, and thanks for inviting me. I've had a really nice time catching up with you and uh, and being able to talk about this because it's uh, it's really um, I, I would say. Uh, something that's important for for people to share is is their experiences and uh, and talking to people and understanding where those paths are is something that's really um, critical as people are starting out in their um, in their career paths. Great, so. agreed, and 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 uh, yeah, and so thanks again. That's it for this episode. If you would like to learn more about project management you can find my book, Understanding Project Management, A Practical Guide, on Amazon. Please also consider following Understanding Projects on your favorite podcast player or clicking subscribe on YouTube.